Welcome to Out of the Box Radio with me, your host, Christine Blasdale. Out of the Box Radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life. And each and every week, we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health, wellness, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure, and each and every week we're going to be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and I am very happy that you joined us today because I have a very special program lined up for you. Um, uh, Coming back to Out of the Box with Christine is the wonderful Anna Raimondi, and she is a very gifted and extraordinary clairvoyant. She is also a motivational speaker and author of the book Conversations with Mary, Messages of Love, Healing, Hope, and unity. And through Anna Remendi's amazing, unique gift of intuition, she channels wisdom and healing, sharing insight and guidance and direction for uh, her clients, Soul's Path, and many, many others. And she's now uh, featured uh, regularly on the program Dr. Oz, discussing some of those quote-unquote, other side uh, stories and um, inspirations. And uh, she's also all around this country, uh, traveling all around this country, giving uh, wonderful speaking events. I want to welcome back to Out of the Box, Anna Raimondi. Welcome back, Anna. Oh, it's so great to be back. And I am so happy. Since the last time we talked, a lot has happened, eh? Oh, so much has happened. It feels like the world has been going through this very big transformation. Yeah, I feel that. I I really feel that on so many levels, and um and there's there seems to be, well, there seems to be a lot of things that we I guess we could focus on and and label as negative as human beings do. There's also a lot of um a lot of awakening I see happening with yes. people, right? I think that you know every any time there is negative, there is awakening. It's what comes out of the negativity and what comes out of the negative can be absolutely beautiful. You know, it's what we do with it and how we change it and how we see it. And the awakening is amazing. The things that come forward that we would have never looked at or, you know, not looked at in the way that we have been looking at it, you know, um, comes from some of the things that have been coming forward. It is healing. It is very healing. And, and for our listeners um, who are not familiar with, with Anna's work, with, with the work that you do, and of course the, uh, the book, Conversations with Mary, will you let our listeners know you have a very special relationship with Mary. And when we say Mary, we're talking about Mother Mary. And, and our listeners, I really want them to get an idea of exactly how close that relationship is. So can you give our listeners a little bit of an idea of when this relationship started, when you um, started having communications from Mother Mary? And, um, and obviously, she's still with you now all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, fill in our listeners a little bit about how you first uh, had contact with Mary. 
Okay. Um, the first time I experienced Mary was when I was five. And um, it was just absolutely beautiful. You know, she came to me while I was outside um, in my parents' backyard. It was spring and my senses were really heightened. And I was sitting in the place where a statue of Mary used to sit. And um, I saw her. She came to me as um, a young teenage girl. She had big brown eyes. She just came to me with this feeling of love. And she always comes to me that way. It's enveloping. And she told me she was always going to be with me. And she's been with me my entire life. But she belonged to me. She was my personal Mary. I didn't share it, you know, aside from telling my parents. I didn't tell anybody else. Um, and my parents accepted it because by that point I was seeing spirit and angels and other beings. So they just said, okay. Uh, and through the years, she's always been there for me. And then a couple of years ago, she told me that I was to be her platform. And soon thereafter, somebody came to me for a reading who told me I should write a book about her and then told me they were from Simon and Schuster. And so, yeah, like, things don't happen. You can't make this up, you know? Just a little publishing company called Simon oh, and Schuster. Right. A little publishing company. It kind of blew me away. I was like, what? Um, and so I had, I had a book deal in about a month and a half. You know, it takes like literally years, years maybe, yes. you know, if you're lucky. Um, yeah. And I just kind of went straight to the top. You know, I read for the CEO. Um, I read for my publisher. Um, and the book was born and she would wake me up in the middle of the night to, um, give me answers. Um, and I would wake up in the morning with the questions and, you know, it's not just for Catholics. The, it can't be that way. We can't save the world in, by being in one little group. We have to exactly. recognize our interconnectedness. And that's what she brings through in the book is that she's here for everybody because we are one. We come from one creator. And if we're going to save this planet and save ourselves, we got to come together. Mm. It's a message. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and so, so from five years old, um, uh, going through adolescence and, you know, all of that, you always knew that she was with you. You always had that, that feeling that she was with you. Always. I always knew she was near me. Always. I never questioned it. I never doubted it. She was just there. I didn't know that someday I was going to, you know, write a book where she's, I'm asking questions and she's giving me the answers. That was like, not even in my mind ever. Um, but, yeah, I never thought I was going to share her. I mean, I would talk about her and I would talk about, you know, my great love for her. But, you know, I never told people that, you know, I was seeing and feeling her. <laughs> and not that I was afraid to say that. It's just that she was mine. You oh, know? I love that. <laughs> I love that, that, that it's, it's not a thing that you're embarrassed or that you were worried about what people thought. It was just like, no, she's mine. She's mine. Yeah, but you know what? I'm so happy that she pushed me to get her out there in the forefront for so many people. I mean, I get emails from people uh, who are Jewish, who are Muslim, you know, Hindi, from all different um, religions who are telling me, I feel her in my life. She's with me. I know she is. I feel her. So that makes me so happy. And I know she's like, you know, she's really joyful about this one because she wants to really make people understand 
She's here for everybody. She really isn't owned by one group. You know, she's the mother of humanity. Well, and my understanding, too, that ascended masters in general, right? Um, Jesus, Yeshua, uh, there's the, there's, I'm not certain about the, there's no levels per se, but, you know, if it's, if it's Buddha, um, mm-hmm. if it's Mary Magdalene, who, uh, you know, I, I understand that she's also, or um, is it Kuan Yin? Is that the? Yeah, well, Kuan Yin and Mary are interchangeable energy. Ah, ah. Yeah. So, you know, they're Beautiful. both listed separately as ascended masters. Yeah. Um, but if you look, if you ever look at a depiction of Kuan Yang and the way, or a statue and the way she's um, sitting, it's Mary. I mean, you know, you can just see, man, man, maybe, I don't think it's just me, you know, just picking up the energy, but you can sit there one and the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very interesting because I've, I've not studied about, um, about Kuan Yin, I have not really studied about Mother Mary either. Um, and for some reason, especially with um, with the name Kuan Yin and that energy, uh, I do feel it from time to time. And it's usually when I'm going through something very upsetting. So it is a very nurturing, mm-hmm. loving, uh, like a, like a mother's hug where you feel safe. And it is absolutely exquisite that that feeling it is the most nurturing feeling i have ever um uh, come across so how beautiful is that that since such a young age you had that you know and and that your parents were also very accepting of that and understood it because you know, they absolutely did yeah because you, you could have been um, in a bed yeah. yeah you know we choose our parents on soul levels and you know for me to complete my mission or follow my path in this lifetime I had to choose people that were going to support me. So here were these two young people. My mother had me at 21. You know, it, it, it's like so freaky. My father was 24. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, it, it's like I have a 28-year-old, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't have a baby soon. You know? I know. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, it's they, um, they just accepted it in the face of – You know, they were very Catholic, you know, in the face of the church, maybe not being so thrilled with it. You know, they didn't they didn't quite you didn't go out there and raise a flag around it or relatives that were saying this kid's nuts, you know, and just saying, no, she's not. You know, she's gifted, you know, until finally, you know, kind of introducing me to, you know, the friends they had through the church and these people totally embraced me. But I led a double life because, like, you know, there I was in high school, the high school cheerleader. Nobody knew this because I didn't want to stand out. I wanted to blend. As you do as a teen, right? You want to fit in. Right. right. So I wanted to fit in. I didn't want that. You know, when my first book came out, um, you know, I had, you know, people were calling me from high school that I haven't heard from. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, you were seeing my grandfather? <laughs> it's like, well, I don't remember, but probably. <laughs> but probably. Now, now you, uh, we just hinted to this. So let our listeners know, too, because you are, I mean, I, I have experienced it myself in a, in a, at a, in a small level. And it was just kind of... Um, I think it was after our last interview and you had just mentioned something about my father. But if you don't mind, would you let it because because you are so good, Anna. I mean, I've seen you speaking to people and um, let's say they, you know, 
they come to see you, they personally want to connect with their mother or their grandmother or, you know, some relative that has, has passed on, has gone to the other side, so to speak. And you are, you don't just say these general things about, oh, this person really loves you. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, what these general things that, that, that could pass. You are specific as crazy and and I'm wondering if you can let our listeners know, um, number one, what the process is, and what you experience when someone when when either um, you know a client when when someone comes to you, or I've seen you do this actually on uh, like on Facebook. You don't even you you don't even uh, see these people, and and yet right. you get you get stuff. So explain to our listeners just a little bit about about what you feel or what what the process is. Well, before I do any reading or do anything, I pray and meditate. So I kind of um, allow myself to be a clear channel, hollow bone, you know, whatever you want to call it. I empty myself of all the stuff that's Anna. And so that I can let in whatever I need to let in that is good and right for the person um, to whom I'm speaking with, you know, um, so I kind of clear that out, you know, it happens very fast. So, um, you know, I have a, like, just an all knowing, like, I just know, I just know things, you know, so my mouth opens and sometimes I'm as much in shock or awe of what's coming out of my mouth as everyone else. You know, um, you know, recently I was on the Dr. Oz show and I asked, you know, who was related to a Mary or James. And this was just an aside. It wasn't a show about me reading the audience. Um, and I was next to a woman who I had been speaking about her, one of her family members. And she looks at me and says, that's my mother and my brother. And then I brought through a message and I looked at him and said, Oh my God, can you believe that? You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm not really there. You know, like I'm looking in on it just like everybody else is, but I feel it. I see it. Sometimes I smell, I know it. Um, I feel it in my body, you know, it just, and sometimes I see them. Sometimes I hear the tone of their voice. Sometimes they just show me their eyes. You know, it comes through every, every way that they can get me to make it clear to the person I'm speaking with. You know, um, sometimes I get names, sometimes I get letters of names, you know, it, it all depends on what's going on. And it doesn't matter if somebody is sitting in front of me or Facebook is pretty wild because I'm typing and, you know, I'm not very technical. So the screen is moving. I don't know if you've ever seen me where I'm saying, oh, my God, the screen is moving. Like, I can't stop. Oh, screen. yeah. No, it's rapid fire. And you're it's just. Like, yeah. There's like, you know, there's and everybody's welcome to that page. And if you go to that page at Anna Raimondi, please follow me. Um, because then you'll get updates of, of when I'm doing the lives, which I, I really try to do as often as I can. They're brilliant. But They're so it, good. It's rapid. It's like the, the questions are, are moving in front of my field of vision. I'm talking and it's coming and it's moving and it's coming and it's moving. And after the first time I did that, I was exhausted, you know, and I sat back and said, I really never knew I could do that. It was kind of like, let's see if this works. But why wouldn't it work? Well, be, yeah. and what it is is beautiful is that um, so Anna is on on Facebook Live and you see, uh, you know, the video of Anna live and people are 
um, and a lot of them <laughs> are typing in questions. You know, Anna, uh, I miss my my mom. You know, or she, I she lost her battle to cancer, and it was and it was really hard. Is is she um, is she still in pain? Does she, you know does she uh, look after me? Blah 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 blah. And there's just these like it's just scrolling. There's just like question after question after question. And Anna, I've seen you. You just you scan the question and you you get their name, whatever, and you're just like giving them back what you're picking up and it is so fast and so specific that it blows it's just it's mind-blowing um uh, that you know very different than talking to people because when i talk to people you know they're telling me you know they're they're saying oh that's right oh that's not right Right. i'm I'm getting the feedback down in the feed you know what i mean (laughs) okay (laughs) and it's really hard to read and to to um, to speak at the same time, it's re- it is. it's really really hard. So, and if folks want to find, uh, if, if folks want to uh, check out her Facebook page and the those wonderful feeds that she does regularly, it's Anna Raimondi, and it's A N N A, okay. And then last name is R A I M O N D I. Just just in case you 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 want to uh, check her out, but it's she's phenomenal, so so fast. Um, I, the specificity of it. I'm curious when, when you are, when someone is coming to you, let's say from the other side, if there's another word that I should use, let me know. Okay. 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 Um, Is it because they see that you are such a strong um, conduit that they're like, oh my gosh, Anna's, you know, near my daughter or near my grandchild or, oh my goodness, this is an opportunity for me to, to speak and they'll actually hear me. Do you feel that kind of urgency um, from them? Well, I guess it depends on the personalities because they retain their personalities. Oh, so they get, okay. they're much nicer, like people that were not maybe so nice. Um, they do come through softer because they're in the divine realm. They're in the realm of love where there's peace and love and, and no hate and no animosity or anything like that. Um, but sometimes it's urgent. Um, like they want to get it through immediately because there's something that has to be said to kind of fix or write. Keep in mind, they're coming through because they love the people they're coming through for. They're also coming through to help them heal. They're coming through to give them something that can help them evolve, you know, as a human being and as a spiritual being. So sometimes it's urgent. Sometimes, you know, if I'm doing readings one-on-one with people or even a Facebook reading, they know what I'm doing and they know that I'm a portal. You know, they look for the portals, you know, um, you know, they, they know who, and they also know Who's going to spread the word? Like, you know, I asked Mary when I was writing the book, like, why me? Why me? And what she said was because she knew that I would give her a voice, that Mm. I wasn't just going to push it aside, that I wasn't going to stop talking about it. You know, the the books have been out and I could just stop talking about it right now, you know, and move on to something else. But, you know, she's a big part of, of, of who I am. And so, you know, she knew that. She knew that in writing the book would also would open me up to be able to talk to other people. You know, it's an opening up when any spirit comes through. You know, they, they want, and they want to come through the person who is going to, to be able to say 
to what speak, they want to hear, you know what they want to convey to speak on their behalf as well yeah. I, that's what yeah. i was i was curious if if you've had any encounters with um with folks who maybe they they had died um particular way and it's not how it really was or if there was any type of um Mm, not wrongful death what I want to say but they maybe they had maybe they had gone out a way that is it's not true that in other words uh, yeah, yes. okay, let's just say let's just say everybody thinks it was suicide but um but you know okay. Robert is trying to come back and say it wasn't suicide baby <laughs> have have you experienced anything I like have, that I have um and it's 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 not I mean it doesn't happen every day but it has happened um, a number of times where someone has said, you know, that's what they said, but that's not what I died of, you know? Right. And, you know, the person, you know, that I'm, I'm reading for looking at me said, but that's what, that's what like the autopsy report said. Uh, you know, my attitude is I'm repeating what I'm hearing, you know, believe it, don't believe it. You know, it's not for me to make you believe I'm repeating it. I don't know you know, typically I don't know either the spirit or the person sitting across from me. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hearing this, you know, like somebody, there was a situation where, um, someone had to go to the hospital and they died in the hospital and blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling the person, nope, mm -mm, she was poisoned by her husband. Wow. And, you know, and I would stand by this to this day, but she was cremated, mm. um, quickly. Um, from what I understand, and I found out afterwards. Yeah, I'm always um, suspicious with the quick cremation thing. <laughs> this, was like, this was like almost an immediate cremation, okay? Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that while I was doing the reading with her. You know, I'm just sitting there um, saying, I, like, I, it's like this bitter taste in my mouth. Like, I think it was like an arsenic or something. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, and I don't know, you know, what she did with that. But, you know, and, and, you know, and sometimes it's like, you know, just leave it for what it is because you can't change anything. And sometimes the spirit world wants it, you know, wants the person to figure out. And sometimes they're just like, leave it alone. Right. I would understand. I could understand, though, if, if uh, you know, um, the person that's on the other side, if if it was something that was um, – a wrongful death, a tragic death, and it was taken out into the world as something completely different. That that mm -hmm. I could understand, even though I know that on the other side, you know everything no, is wonderful. No. But but I could understand too that especially if it's harming other people or um, right. you know it, it might be something that a soul would would want to have corrected. I can understand that it, it completely well, because it helps other people. You know, like if somebody was murdered. You know, and the murderers yeah. are running around. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I get some of that, too. You know, my, my clientele is not typically those who are just the curiosity seekers. You know, they're, they're, they're people that, um, you know, they really do want to connect. You know, um, I get a lot of um, parents who have lost children, mm. which I don't know if it gets worse than that. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're looking for something and, and, and they get it, you know, that's what's so important. But what I find so amazing, so people will come to me and maybe they lost their parents and they sit through the whole reading and they're fine. And then I mention the dog is here <laughs> and people fall apart. <laughs> 
I mean, listen, I love my dog. <laughs> I am a dog lover. I totally get it. No, you know? but there's something about your dog. When you're a kid, yeah. your your dog is everything. Your parents bug you. They love us unconditionally. You know, you know, I mean, I'm also a grief counselor. And I got to tell you, there should be people out there doing grief counseling with people who lose their their dogs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. You you nailed it on the head. They um, they're not judgmental. They you know, you can come home anytime, day or night, and they're sitting there wagging and happy to see you. And and they don't hold on to 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 uh, they don't hold on to stuff like human beings do, right? We love them, bad breath and all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had a question too. Do you when before? So so you said too before you're doing a session too, um, that you sort of empty everything out that is Anna, and you mm-hmm. meditate a bit and and um and quiet yourself down. Do you also do you protect yourself? Do you? Yeah. I was going to say because if you are this open conduit, so to speak, um, are do you focus? Do you say okay, only let's only let um, th- those that need to speak to this person come through? Only love and light, um, or how, do you protect yourself? And if you do, how do you do that? Well, I do a couple of things. First of all, I have a contract with the universe um, that the only spirits that are allowed to be around me are from the light. So uh-huh. I don't want anything bad. Right. Okay. But I'm also very protected from anything that is not of the light. Um, you know, I say, you know, I was raised Catholic. I say an Our Father, which is a non-denominational prayer, if you listen to the words of it. And it's a very strong protection prayer. I call in my guides. I call in um, the Archangel Michael. You know, I surround myself with this love. And that's it. I'm never worried and I'm never worried that anything that comes through is going to harm the person I'm speaking with because it is all for the good. And I know it's all for the good because it's from, you know, it's from, it's, I'm the vehicle through which this is coming. And I, and I channel the love that is in the divine realm. So it's, um, I mean, not that everything is easy to hear, you know, like if I'm saying to somebody, you know, your father who sexually abused you is here um, and he'd like you to find peace. I mean, that's not an easy thing. Of course. You know? um, but for whatever reason, if I'm saying it to the person, you know, the and I've never had anybody walk out on me or say, I can't listen to this. No, but yeah. it needs to be it needs to be said because it needs right. to be healed. Exactly. Right. So it's all about the healing. Yes. Wow, what a great job you have. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 one of my sons is like, oh, my God, you're dealing death all day long. Why do you do this? <laughs> this is what I was born to do. But it's beautiful. And it is something that is it is something that is so, uh, especially with those, like you had mentioned, how do you, how do you deal with the fact if you lose a child, if you're a parent and you lose a child, that is um, probably has to be one of the most painful things anyone can go through. And yet when they're able to connect um, to their child through you and they know it's them because you are, like I said, you'll just, you'll say something, you'll be like, um, and, and he really wants to tell you how much he loved those, you know, peppermint, chip cookies that you did on mm-hmm. Saturdays when it was raining and there, you know and of course the the waterfall you know just, people just lose it because it's that specific but it's 
that is so important for us to realize too, Anna, that when when someone um, dies, when we when they're not in our physical reality, this reality, whatever, this this consciousness that we're in right now, um, that they're always with us. Right? They're always with us. Always. They don't go anywhere. You know, that that little phrase, love never dies, is is so true. You know, and they want to be with us. We're not bothering them. They want us to know they're with us. You know, so, you know, I do, you know, I have a lot of parents and then I do um, retreats with women who have lost children. And I got to tell you. Wow. Once they make that connection, though, these people, they are the most amazing people. They, they really are. And a lot of times it's so interesting, especially when young kids die, how like at seven years old, they left a legacy. You know, mm-hmm. you look at these little lives and, you know, and sometimes it's in seven years, they, they've completed their, their path. You know, they, they completed what they came here for. Their contract. But yeah, they did. You know, it's hard to understand that as a parent. Um, you know, of course, but, you know, looking into it, it's like they completed and they're in the great reward, you know, that that's where they are. But it's, uh, it's so healing. It's so healing. Uh, You know, I have, um, well, before I, before I, uh, before I was born, I had a, uh, a sister and my parents had lost her at a very young age, like a two, I think was what it was very young age. And of course it, um, really, it, it, it it hit my mother so hard and um and also my father but with my my mother she um and 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 maybe because she's a woman i don't know but she was able to express her feelings to um to a doctor cuz she was going to lose it and you know he said you need to get you need to keep yourself together because you have a son who's my who's my brother and and she she did and she was able to do that. But I I did. I always thought that my father because he didn't have that. Uh, maybe he maybe he didn't have that ability to talk to other people about his pain. Maybe because back in those days too, a man didn't talk about pain and and emotions, and mm-hmm. and so he you know I I could see the transition of him drinking to 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 uh, maybe to numb that that pain. But imagine all of these all of the parents, all of the mothers and fathers who have lost children, to be able to have the ability to talk, to to receive messages from those babies, right, mm-hmm. that they didn't get to see even grow up and to be a child yet, but to have that, um, that connection with them, I think it would save so many lives. I, I really do. Like, I mean guilt and and um and all of that and and sorrow that that takes you down a different path right right Right. you know i mean there's always a hole in their hearts you know yes as a parent that doesn't quite mend but it's what you do with it you know it's how you go forward with it that's that's important it's never the same like i tell them all the time this is your new normal and so talk talk to them talk to them just talk to them and feel them. That's what they want. You know, it's what they want. So it's, um, it's really kind of, um, yeah, you know, my job is not a job. It's a way of life and it's, it's rewarding. You know, I love it. You know, I'm able, I'm able to see people change and that's what's so great. I'm able to see their eyes open. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see 
um, a change in, you know, their belief system. You know, when I'm reading for someone who may be, you know, a skeptic, you know, watching them is just the most amazing thing. You know, watching them look at me like, where are you getting this from? (laughs) You know, it's like. Exactly. How did you know that my little dog's name was Parsnipitus? Right. Like, 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 who did you talk to? It's like, I'm talking to your relatives. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows you, who know you better than anybody. That's right. Much better than I do. Um, You know, it's, it's so, um, I don't know. I had a man come to me, like he was very kind of buff, you know, very kind of macho. And he comes in, I think he was like some kind of personal trainer and he comes in um, and I looked at him and I didn't expect him. I expected his sister-in-law and he said, Oh, she gave me this appointment. I hope it's okay. Can I stay? I'm like, sure. So he stayed and he's like, I don't even know why I'm here. He said, I don't even know if I believe in this. Oh, so I said, okay. I said, okay, that's, that's cool. Whatever. Um, I started, um, and I started talking about his father and I started getting very specific about things his father did within five minutes. This guy was sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. And he's telling me he leaves. He's calling me from the driveway. Okay. My driveway telling me I so needed to hear this. I feel so much better, you know? And he's like, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect it. So, you know, um, even to the skeptics, you know, the healing comes through and if people can accept it, then, you know, God bless them and, and, and they can be healed. Or at least have an understanding. Well, that and that's why I wanted to have you back, because you are. I've I, I've I've personally witnessed it. I've seen you talking to others uh, at events, and I will say this: I will go on record that Anna, Anna Rimundi is one of the most gifted um, uh, clairvoyants, uh, psychics. I, I don't even know what's what is your what is your term that you like to be called. You're you're just this beautiful connection to the other side. But is there a particular title? I know I don't know. You know, I think I, I would love just to use healer, but the healer encompasses so much. I'm definitely not a psychic no. because I can't tell you what's going to happen 10 years from now. So I just, I'm just the conduit. I'm the medium. I'm yeah. the medium. Well, you're just, you're just amazing. And so I, I, that's why also I wanted to have you back because I am just blown away um, by, by what you provide people. This is like, I mean, this is just something that is, is so beautiful and it makes a beautiful gift too, for people that are that, you know, we all know someone who's lost somebody. We all know someone who maybe have lost has lost um, a friend, a, a dear friend, or a grandparent or a child or, um, or, a, or a parent themselves. And it is so wonderful to have that ability that 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 gift of them. Um, I just think that's gorgeous. And I love the fact that you tell people too, that you can connect with them. You don't, yes, it's wonderful to have me do it, but you can do this yourself. And you Mm -hmm. also teach people, you know, those, those type of things, which I love. Yeah. And everybody can, they just need to learn to quiet their minds and to move out of fear. Fear is what blocks all of this. Fear is what blocks all of it. Oh yes. Amen. Amen. Um, I, I wanted to know, Anna, with the especially with the relationship that you have, well, with in particular with Mother Mary, um, I, there's a lot of questions that people have about their uh, what happens after death. 
Okay, what what happens after, you know, once we're here and we pass on from either old age or um, an illness, we have such weird kind of some kinds kind of convoluted ideas. Many of that is uh, many of those ideas are are kind of cemented in from dogma or from religion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but what happened? Do you know or you have an idea of what happens to us after we um, after we die? Where where yeah. we go? So when our on in a normal death, like not a tragic death, yeah. which can be a little bit confusing for the person who's dying, you know, their their soul kind of hovers around the body for a little bit, and and there is confusing confusion. But in in all types of death, the um, they're welcomed um, by a family member, a loved one, someone who will bring them comfort. So that's like they they do see somebody. They're not just you know, alone, they see somebody, they tend to um, hang around us, those who are grieving for about four to six weeks. So during that period of time, many people will receive visitations, they'll see things, um, you know, across the board. And then they kind of like, what happened? They kind of um, move away, because they're going through their life review, they're, they're seeing their life, like like a movie, is the best way I can put it, from beginning to end. They see the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly. You know, those that are not horrific move on. So they move on into this place where it's all love. Sometimes, you know, the soul has to learn certain things. Um, they're getting reacquainted with other souls. And there's a decision at some point about whether or not to um, reincarnate. And the purpose of reincarnation is to settle karma, to also learn the things we didn't learn in previous lifetimes, and also to become as perfect in in love as we possibly can to live in this realm that is divine love. Mm -hmm. Those that are not so good um, (laughs) have to kind of sit and watch all the things that they did to intentionally hurt other people. And sometimes they stay there for a while. Now, sometimes they get out and for, you know, lack of words, they go into like um, a spiritual rehab to really learn what they did wrong. And in other cases, like say Hitler, um, he's like still there watching it because he, people are still directly affected. And I'm talking directly family members, the world is still directly affected about, you know, from the things that, that he did the same with Osama bin Laden, you know, there, there really is evil in the world, you know, and it infiltrates. Yes. So, you know, they have to be in this. So that's hell. Hell is not a place of fire and brimstone, you know, that in it. It's it's just watching what you've what you've it's done. A state of, it's, it's a state of being. But is it also, would you say also feeling Oh, it's horrible. Feeling the pain that was inflicted on other people. Boom. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Oh, it's like, you know, right back at you. You did this, now you're getting it. You know, it's not like you do it and walk away and say, oh, I'm, I'm cool, I'm good. No. You know, that, that carries with you. That, that's an imprint on your soul. Well, and, and vice versa, right? The same that if you... With the good. If you had, yeah, exactly. If you did, yeah. if you were kind to people. So when you right. have that, the, the, the movie, right? The movie of our life um, uh, that we preview, we feel those things as well, correct? Absolutely. So like Mother Teresa, 
is in a really good place. Yes. You know? And <laughs> things is... that she had to see were absolutely wonderful. She no, had a good movie. Perfect. No, she wasn't perfect, but her imperfections may not have been equal to maybe some other people. You know, it's all about how evolved the soul is. And that, and and in that fact, um, uh, we so so in that respect, we are immortal, right? We, I mean, we yeah. we just we we go on and on and on. We just choose if we want to come back and 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 reincarnate. Right. There's always a choice. We always have a choice on a soul level, on a human level. You know, that's free will, and sometimes free will is great, and sometimes it's not, um, because sometimes it's the choices are tough. But, um, yeah, we choose whether to come back. But, you know, um, my feeling is based upon what I've heard and seen is that they will come back. Mm. You know, unless you reach that level of, like you were saying before, of an ascended master, um, you are coming back. And I love when people say to me, I am not coming back. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing it. And I look at them like, okay. I'll I see am you. done. See you next time around. <laughs> I am done. I don't, I, next time, you know, well, that's, that's the joke too, is that, yeah, next time, next time I come back, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to owe bills. I don't right. <laughs> I want to yeah. look like this. I want to look like that. Right. Right. Uh, um, I'm wondering with, because with so many people that you have worked with, and the stories, I know you have so many stories, um, beautiful stories about um, connecting people with their loved ones on the other side, like you did with the, the buff guy <laughs> that came in. Yeah. Um, are there any other ones to any other stories you can tell our listeners that um, that were that even surprised you, like like were just like pretty amazing that you got? Because I know you're going to put this yeah. in the book, but I'm... <laughs> okay, well, I, I, this here's a story that I, this yeah. this happened like maybe last year. So I'm meditating for the person to come into my office, and I leave my door open. It was uh, spring or summer, and my door it was open, and I don't get birds coming flying into my office. I don't really get anything in my office. So before the woman comes in, a bird comes and lands on you know the bottom of 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 the door and the bird is just sitting there and looking at me. So I took a photo of the bird thinking, this is really weird. Okay. This bird is just sitting there. So I, I take a picture of the bird and I put it through Google images and it says it was a chickadee. So I don't, I'm not, I'm, I don't know much about birds, but this was a chickadee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bird just sat there, had to sit there for, I'm, I'm thinking like 10 or 15 minutes and then the bird flies away. The woman came in, I did the reading with her. Um, she's standing up, she's leaving. And I said to her, you know, the oddest thing just that happened before you came in is that I'm telling her the story about the bird and how it came in. And I said, and it was a chickadee. And she goes, she sits down and she starts to cry. And she says to me, that's my father. He called me chickadee. Whoa. And she was asking in the car on the way up, please come through and call me. What you called me. No way. Yeah. I thought that was like remarkable. That is remarkable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the way he brought the bird in was just, it was just so pretty. Well, and, yeah. for, and for you to also to, to have the wherewithal to go to take a picture of it 
and then and then and then to look it up and to find out what kind of bird because most people would say oh just a bird came you know bird was sitting there it's never happened before it's very strange um but to, for you to look it up were, and, and do you and that's the thing too were you urged to look it up was there that Probably. voice yeah yeah. Probably because, you know, I don't look up everything that I see and, you know, I typically, you know, just discount it and say, oh, nice. It's a bird. Sometimes <laughs> I talk to them, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I live in Connecticut. We got a lot of stuff here. Um, so, you know, no, I just, it was pretty, birds are pretty, bird, the, the spirit worlds, they, they send birds all the time as, you know, messages, messages, um, that they're around. Um, it's just, birds are amazing. You know, yeah. they, they really are. I had a, it was very strange because a couple, maybe a week or two ago, it was so odd because it was nighttime. It was, um, and it's quite cold, but it was nighttime and I never see birds at night. I mean, never. And it was this little tiny, tiny, tiny bird and it was just flapping around and coming around and kind of like hovering around me and it would it would land for a couple seconds and then i would and i look at it and i'm like what are you doing first of all what are you doing up <laughs> what are you doing here you know it was it was very very strange to me cuz i i kept saying well you know go go onto a tree or go to your nest or do something cuz it's cold it's dark and i don't understand why you're why you're here and um and i just and it was it was there for like a good 20 minutes and I would go back inside and I didn't want him to come and see that's the thing I was afraid he was going to follow me inside and then I'd have a bird in my house and I'm like oh you know that it was late too but um it was just odd to me and I did not have the wherewithal to take a picture and look it up (laughs) yeah well but you know we don't know but that's that's a message that's your grandmother yeah my grandma's with me a lot Anna yeah, that because she I, I that's just your grandmother. You know, I don't know what you were thinking of that night, but she wanted to let you know that she was um, supporting you. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's with me. She's with me so much where I will just uh, I could just be doing whatever and I'll feel I will feel her energy. Um, I could be driving. I could be completely absorbed in my work and what I'm doing, and I'll just, I'll just feel her, uh, her presence with me. Very wonderful. Well, if you're te- if you're feeling anything affirmed, you'll understand too. Um, she's got a she's got a great energy about her too. Yeah, you know what? I, I love that you feel her. So many people want the spectacular. They want to see. They want to see their relatives walk into the room. <laughs> they do. I hear it all the time. Like, why can't I see them? Well, they're dead. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like, I want to see them. I want to. I want to hear them. But the greatest thing, and the greatest way to connect with them is to be able to feel them. Yes. To be able to feel the love, and within that feeling, there are messages. Yes. You know, like you just know, like everybody's so stuck on, well, I, I won't know what she wants to say unless she's saying it to me. Well, she's conveying it through feeling. So feel it in your body. And you know what? Everybody can if they would just open up. Well, we're so disconnected from that, though, Anna. You know, we're, we're, we look outside of ourselves for so much, right, with social media and, and, and right. um, everything is an outside stimulus coming in. So... Mm-hmm. 
um, I think having the ability to quiet our minds a little bit, but also when you when you realize that you are never never disconnected from the people that you love. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. If you already think in your head they're dead, they're gone, I'm never going to see them again. Um, maybe when I die and go to heaven, I will, might meet them. If you have that in your um, in your mind, then that connection that you know that that telephone connection that we have with our loved ones is 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 not going to be um, something that you recognize. You know, you right. could have a big sign. It could be a big billboard that you drive by, and it does. It says something like "Hello, chickadee." And if you're thinking, <laughs> you know, right? You said, uh, I, and I can't remember. I think. It might have been the uh, the live event that I was with uh, when you when your book first came out, and uh, it was a lovely uh, group of of people that came to see you. I think it was this this was the story, or or maybe it was another one. It was a story of um, someone had just asked about. I think it was her father had. Um, had passed and she was like do you have anything you know is, does he have anything to tell me um, any 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 kind of any, any words of you know wisdom or something like that and it had to do with a wallet do you remember this no it I ha- don't really remember anything I know because you're just going th- through yeah. yeah it was something to do what I what, what I believe it was was it was something to do with a wallet and um, it was a wallet that that she got, and I think it was his, and you had said something so specific to the point of, you know, do you have this wallet, and there's um, there's a dollar bill that is... I know, you, the things they tell me are like, Yeah, wow. yeah, you left the really dollar bill in there, and he really likes the fact that you have that wallet, and he really loves the fact that you kept that dollar bill in there, and she's just like looking, she's like, oh my God, yeah. how do you know that? You know what's really cool? I had one reading where I told the people that they still lived in um, the grandfather's house. So it was a couple, you know, like two generations down. And he told them to look under the floorboards in a certain room because there was money. No. Yeah, and they found the money. No (laughs) way. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Oh, come on. Okay, come on, Grandma. Tell me where the money is. (laughs) They found money, you know, underneath underneath the floorboards he hid it there i love the stories when um people are talking about things like um prohibition you know and they're very specific about what went on in their homes you know and where people can find certain things or oh that's right they had they had to hide it right Mm -hmm. and you know and sometimes i pick up you know um you know in connecticut there were a lot of homes that operated on the Underground Railroad. Correct. And correct. yeah, and so sometimes I'll pick up the energy of, you know, the person that was was coming through, the African American that was coming through from the south. And the store and a full story will come through. Wow. For me that's fascinating. It's like, wow. Do you uh, and and I'm I'm curious too because um well, obviously, if we reincarnate, we, that means that we have um, past lives and future lives, right? Do yeah. you, when you're talking to anyone, do you ever, uh, do you ever get a hit on possibly what their past life was, or or who they might have been in a past life? Um, sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I always, I mean, I'm a hypnotherapist, so I, I kind of always like people to find that on their own because it's. Um, 
you know, it rings true. I can tell you, you were in the military in a lot of your lives. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, now, that doesn't mean you're militant now. You can go the opposite way. I'm a pacifist now. <laughs> you know, um, but you were definitely in the military, you know, in more than one life. Really? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, yeah, I can feel that around people. Did I have a nice mustache, though, Anna? <laughs> you really want that mustache, I know. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I so do. Folks, if you're just tuning in, shame on you. You should go back to the first part of this program. Uh, my guest is Anna Raimondi. And uh, of course, she is, as you can tell, she's absolutely extraordinary. Uh, clairvoyant channel to the other side. She is, uh, she regularly appears on Dr. Oz. And oh, I wanted to find out too. Yeah. So, um, so this Dr. Oz in you, like what's going on, Anna? What's <laughs> Dr. Oz in me. He's, um, he's, he's quite uh, taken by you. So I mean, fun yeah I, tell you, I love it and he's a really nice man and the people that work with him the producers are great so today um the show that aired today was about near-death experiences and i was with um two women who both had experience one was in an accident and she flatlined the other one was electrocuted so there were, i was on the two segments and um it was really interesting because i had to interpret you know some of the heaven some of the things the first person was saying about heaven. And the second one, I actually read her relatives popped in in the middle of me talking about whatever I was talking about. So, you know, he lets me kind of do what comes to me, you know? So if I have, you know, if somebody pops in, you know, I have free reign to go with it. It's not scripted. It's, and I don't know anything, you know, I just show up. I love that. I think the same thing happened, I think, on the next show I taped. Today I taped on location. That's going to be a great show. On location? Where in lo- oh, on location? I, at a house that is potentially haunted. Who? Oh, yeah. oh, wow. It was fun. I, so, I'm, I would just love to see. I would totally watch. I don't even watch television, Anna, but I would watch your television show if you had your own show. Yeah. I would you know so what? watch it's it. getting to the point that I'm having so much fun with it. That I, I think this would be, I think this is next, you know, um, there's been a lot of talk about it. So we'll see what happens. You know, it has to be right and it has to be pure and it has to be authentic. And it has to, exactly, it has to be right. It has to feel good and, and everything has to line up. Uh, yeah, because. No point. No point in stressing out. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. um, what, so what else, what other things have you got going on uh, or you're looking well, forward to? I am doing a women's <clears throat> retreat in Italy. In September. Oh, that should be um, beautiful and fun. I did it. I did Ireland last year, and I think I'm doing Costa Rica in 2020, and I might do Ireland again then too. Um, oh, Costa Rica is beautiful too. Oh my love, I love Costa Rica. Gorgeous. Um, I'm doing. Um, I'm on the road a bit in the Northeast. I'm going to be doing you know, large group readings in Greenwich, Connecticut, Staten Island, Hoboken, uh, Philly. I'm leaving out some. I can't remember where. Oh, Franklin Square, Long Island. Um, I think Providence, maybe Boston. So I'm kind of hitting it up here for a little bit. So um, I'm excited about all these new things that are, are coming up. I'm going to Florida where I'll be doing a charity event in Florida and I'll be doing some you know, large group readings down there, and then I'll be home. 
And if <laughs> and if people if people want to get in touch with you, um, um, either to to possibly uh, talk to some of their uh, relatives too uh, on the other side, or if they're interested in possibly booking you for an event, where do they go? Where, where where's the best place for them to go? AnnaRaymondi.com. I I'm booked out pretty far. But um, I have a cancellation page on Facebook, Very and smart. that's a good way to get in, or the live readings on Facebook, or when I come to your town. Exactly. So, But you can get um, your schedule. So they can find out your schedule at yeah. AnnaRaymondi.com. And people, and people book out, you know, two years. Yeah. You, know, you know, I always say, you know, when you get in, it's when it was perfect and right for you to get in. It was exactly. I totally believe that too. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna give out the the web address to the spelling for people so they can go check you out. It's AnnaRaymondi.com, and that's A N N A R A I M O N D I dot com. Anna, I want to thank you again so much for for coming back on the show. And uh, you're welcome back anytime when you want to talk. When you've got some new stuff too coming down. Please do, because I love having you on the show, and I look forward to seeing you really, really soon, because I know we got something we got going on where I get to see you. I'm going to see you in just a couple, well, a couple days, yep. I think. Yeah. A couple of days. Uh, yep. I know. All right. All right. Thank you so very much again. And I want to thank you wonderful listeners for tuning in. Please, if you have resonated with any of this, if you think that this program needs to be heard by someone that you cherish, please make sure you share it. Of course, you can share the YouTube video portion of this. If you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can do that through iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, you can subscribe to the show there. But I really encourage you to share this um, uh, in emails and social media with the YouTube link because it's really easy to share that way. Until next time, I want to remind you, as always, to think outside of that box. Bye for now.